0: You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked on
1: Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Ulysses Sombrano. And on behalf of Kevin Weiss, we are the host of the Locked on Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you. For making Locked On Race your first listen every day, and remember, Locked On Race is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. At Locked On Race, also be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Race, and email us at lockedonrace at race Well, it was a series victory for the race, uh, which is always a good news to start the the homestand uh, in such a manner. Uh, I am. By myself right now, but you will hear from Kevin Weiss in just a few minutes as he will be doing a crossover to preview the Blue Jays series that starts tonight uh, with Locked On Blue Jays host Craig Ballard. So that should be really, really fun. So I'm going to be with you for the first segment and then they both will take care of the rest of the episode. So, uh, So I'm going to be a good guy, a good cop today. And just mention all of the good things that happened over the weekend. Yes, we know they they, they had the opportunity to swept, uh, to, to sorry to, to sweep the the series, and it just couldn't happen. Uh, it would have been great because Josh Lowe had that great three run shot to tie the ball game. But again, uh, that that combination of pitching just could, uh, mostly by by uh, Cooper Chriswell, who went four and two-thirds and allowed five runs. Just was not enough um, uh, good quality pitching for the race to, to get that victory. But if we want to highlight the positives, I can tell you I was there on Friday night. I saw Shane McClanahan just pitch incredible, giving seven innings. And uh, it was a tough pitcher's duel. And it was a really, really fun time being at Randyland. I had a great time. Um, I really feel like that is going to be expanded in the future because everybody that was in that section was in another type of mood. Uh, I feel like, and and I think it was a a very cool atmosphere. And if you're going to go to a game on a Friday, I and 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 you'd like to, uh, you know, spend a little bit more money than usual. I think it's a great. Uh, you you get a lot more out of your ticket if you do go to randyland i I had a terrific time i went there with my mom and we just had a terrific time so i definitely do um i think that's something that you should uh, look into uh looking at the weekend i love yandy diaz being back in the lineup that three-run shot i mean this guy has just been doing it the whole season so missing him for uh, you know half of a week does feel like a forever uh, for Rays fans, but uh, it's so good to see him being healthy and being back in the lineup. He definitely does elongate that lineup whenever he's in it. So that's good news for the Rays. Another good news for the Rays is the fact that not only Shane gave you seven innings uh, uh, on Friday, but Zach Eflin did as well on Saturday. So you know what can uh, help the bullpen is the starters giving you some length. So good for both Shane and Zach to kind of give nights off to the bullpen there uh, on, on those two nights. Uh, and then Josh Lowe, I really do want to talk about Josh Lowe for, for a second here. This guy is on fire. The, the whole regular season, he's hitting 318. He has a 1027 OPS. That's ridiculous. 11 home runs right now, uh, leading the, the team. He is... Ninth stolen bags. He is a 2020 threat. Uh, and, and watch out for maybe 25 25. Uh, he already did a 2020 in um in AAA. I I wouldn't be surprised if he goes 25 25. I mean, th- he is just seeing the ball terrific. And when you look at his splits, I, I, I'm trying to find a flaw because you kind of want to always pick point, pinpoint what is not going well for a player and see if they can improve. But right now, I, you can't really you know say anything with certainty that he's he has a flaw in in fact i i if i look at the splits between righties and lefties yes he only has fifteen games uh which is 14 at bats 14 at bats against lefties so obviously a very small sample size but even in that small sample size he's hitting two eighty six with a nine eighty three ops um again very limited sample size but what he has been doing this whole season is is frankly impressive. Uh, I don't think anybody would have would have said that he was a 2025 candidate this year before the season started, and I don't think anybody would have uh, predicted predicted him being uh, the the home run leader on May 22nd. And if they tell you that they are, they they were lying to you. As <laughs> simple as that. He he's just having a terrific season, and good for him. He, he did a lot of uh, change uh, changes during the offseason and 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 they are noticeable and and that's that's really good they, they need a lefty pop and he is really providing that again alongside uh, Luke Raley, uh who we should also know but Josh Lowe I, I do want to make a, a little bit of a spotlight here because he has been fantastic and throughout the season but even the last what seven games 308 379 uh on base and a 615 slugging like two home runs. The 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 road trip was his to to own. He's been looking really well, uh really good lately. So Josh Lowe definitely props for him. And to close out what happened uh during the weekend, I will say this. I I I loved the Willie adamas um Randy Post. I I loved it. I think that was great. I think baseball needs more of that. Uh, you know, him making the Randy pose and Randy smiling at him and, and having that back and forth. I thought that was great. Uh, they're buddies. They they talked. Uh, when I was there on Friday during pregame warmups, they spent 10, 15 minutes uh, talking to each other. It was, it was great to see. Willie's a great guy. Uh, he was a fan favorite when he was with the Rays. So, um, of course, he's a clubhouse favorite as well. So, it was great to see him good for him. I hope he, we all hope he has a great season. Um, and I just wanted to, to pinpoint that little um, human moment. It's, it's good to see human moments uh, during uh, the baseball season and, and when there's competition. And I, I believe that that's one of those moments. And I was really happy to see that. So um, I hope you are too. And if you're not, hey, drop it down in the comments and tell me why you didn't like that. Or if you did like it, drop it down in the comments as well. So that's all for me. Stay tuned as Kevin will be sharing the rest of this episode with Craig Ballard, host of the Locked On Blue Jays. Stay tuned and raise up.
2: Coming up on the Locked On Blue Jay podcast, we're joined in a crossover conversation with Locked On Rays as we deep dive the woes the Blue Jays have had at the Trop and deep dive tonight's pitching matchup first After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices, all on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guarantee Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Craig Ballard here with Kevin Weiss. Crossover conversation, you know I always love these. Locked on Blue Jays with Locked on Tampa Bay Rays with Locked on Rays. And, oh, boy, uh, if I seem nervous throughout this uh, entire conversation and this entire week, it's because I am. I think I'm massively on record as absolutely fearing the Tampa Bay Rays. They always beat the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Jays playing horrible baseball right now, heading into the Trop, the house of horrors for the Blue Jays. Kevin, I think it's a one series win. I think it was 2014, the Jays uh, took six out of the ten games at the Trop in the last 16 Seasons, Kevin Weiss from Locked on Rays. It's the only time that the Toronto Blue Jays have won a series at Tampa Bay. So, Kevin, I I know you're a good person. I know Locked on Rays is a great follow, but Kevin, you guys have been downright unhospitable to the Toronto Blue Jays when when we've come to town the last many years.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I did not realize or reference that stat beforehand. So maybe that means good things for the Rays this upcoming week. Uh It's surprising because I would think that. Uh, the Blue Jays playing in a dome, just like the Rays, they would have some familiarity yeah. and some comfortableness with that, but I guess not. And uh, th- this might not be a good week for the Jays to visit the Rays, considering the Rays have been very, very, very good at home so Man. far this season. And uh, like you mentioned, it, it doesn't seem like uh the fan base is too ecstatic about what the Blue Jays have going on right now. Uh, last I checked, last in the division right now.
2: A. 10-game homestand the Blue Jays just completed. It started out at 3-0, Kevin, as, as the Blue Jays swept the hot Atlanta Braves last weekend. But then the Yankees and the Orioles came to town for the last seven of this homestand. Blue Jays won just one game. In fact, Kevin, in the last 11 versus the A.L. East foes, Blue Jays have but one win it's a real scuffle going on right now I know it's a winning record but still I mean last place is last place and the rest of this division is not just going to sit around and wait for the Blue Jays to get their act together yeah now before we get into these pitching matchups because I definitely want to pick your brain because we're we're talking about the Blue Jays at the Trop what a nightmare it's been for the Toronto Blue Jays literally Kevin it's the reason for this I'll tell you that right now (laughs) but I want to go through some numbers here and, and these are not for the faint of heart but just an example of the sort of struggles the Toronto Blue Jays have had at Tropicana Field so George Springer in his career at the Trop 173 hitter. Then come the number two hitters, Bo Bichette, 202 hitter with a 571 OPS. Remember now, Kevin. Bo has led the season led the league in hits two years in a row, and is going to do it again this year. Bo, Bo Bichette is a hitting machine,
0: and he's from a- St.
2: Petersburg originally. It, I mean, he's yes, got some familiarity yes, with the whole area. Time, would yes, think
0: sleeping in his own bed, he would he would be okay.
2: Yes, it, it has not been the case. Uh, Slim Daddy vladdy hitting just 215 at the Trop. He has just one home run career, Kevin, at the Trop. Matt Chapman. The player of the month in April has been abysmal in May. Well, I don't see this series as the cure for what ails him. He's hitting 159 all times at all, all time at the Trop. For Varsho, this will be his first time heading to Tampa Bay. Hopefully, he can do something for the Blue Jays. Now, some good news: Brandon Belt, seven for seventeen, with a double, a triple, and three home runs, and an OPS at the Trop of one point six six three. So, finally, Blue Jay fans, some glass half full. We'll see what Kevin, or sorry, what Brandon Belt can do this weekend. Blue Jays catchers, so Kirk and Jansen, Kevin combined at Tropicana, 13 for 116. Mm. That's a 112 average, Kevin Weiss. To state the obvious, going to need to be better. Now, one thing I am excited about in this series is Whit Merrifield. Now, Whit, in this last, we were just t- talked about the 10 game homestand that Jays just had. Whit Merrifield lost 21 points off his batting average in this homestand. He was terrible. Six for six on stolen bases. I will shout that out. But at the plate, he is just looking unrecognizable lately. But 20 for 61, that's a 328 career average at the Trop. OPS over 1,000 at the Trop. And how about this, Kevin? Six home runs for Whit Merrifield at the Trop. That's by far the the most home runs for – well, I shouldn't say that. He has a nine at Detroit, but he spent all those years in Kansas City, right, with the unbalanced schedule with Detroit. Mm -hmm. So of non-AL Central teams, let's put it that way, Uh, by far the the ballpark that he's hit the most home runs at. Now, glass half full for Blue Jay fans is, yes, the Tampa Bay Rays did lose at home yesterday. But, Kevin, glass half empty. My God, that put your record at home at 21-4. and Holy moly. What sort of things in particular are going right for you guys at the TROP? All of it, right? Well,
0: a lot of things are going right, I would say. One thing that I don't think can be ignored is the fact that the drop was the Rays spring training site. So I think that helped a lot of the younger players wow. and veterans get into a rhythm early on because the original spring training site um in Port Charlotte, it was damaged due to Hurricane mm-hmm. Ian. So uh the Rays had really not many or no other choice but to play their spring training home games at Tropicana Field. So I think that got them into a little bit of a groove there. And then offensively, I mean it is um Amazing things are being done. We know about what yandi uh, Yandy can do and Randy Rosarena can do and Wander Franco can do, but it's been some of the unheralded, unlikely characters like Taylor Walls going off and Josh Lowe going off and Luke Rayleigh going off. So um I'm sure there's a point where the offense is going to come back to earth a little bit, but what helps is basically having everybody healthy and these young players really uh, molding themselves and, and becoming veterans and and just really getting the hang of this uh major league baseball thing uh very very quickly. It's funny you, you brought up um some of the 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 negatives with the the Blue Jays hitting. I'm surprised you didn't want to mention Kevin Kiermeyer. You didn't want to mention the former Ray doing so well, at yes. least on paper. What yep. everything I've seen and heard is that he's uh going like gangbusters with the with the Blue Jays. So maybe that's your your ace in the hole there uh for the uh for this series. He can he can you know provide some expertise and some guidance uh, to the rest of the roster for this four game uh, series.
2: I sincerely hope so. Yeah. Kevin camera has been outstanding. And we talked about the road trip or sorry, the homestand that just uh, finished, where the blue Jays were brutal. Kevin camera was not brutal. He has been outstanding Kevin and really doing damage to the fastball. It's been mm. an extremely pleasant surprise. It is stunning for Kevin Kiermaier to already be such a fan favorite with the Toronto Blue Jays. This guy was a four letter word, Kevin. And anyway, yeah. it was a four letter word, but especially Kevin Kiermaier, right? He, he, he was there terrorizing us for a decade in center field, in particular, Tropicana field as well. But you touched on the offense. Uh, I, I I do want to stay there for a second here. Cause this is a raised team. I mean, this is what's not typical at all about this Rays team. As we get into these pitching matchups, surprise, surprise, there's studs that the Rays have developed, and there's other pitchers that, have, that haven't done well with other teams that the Rays have brought in that mm-hmm. are killing it. You know, typical typical Rays pitching stuff going on in 2023. But this offense, 17th in average last season, 21st in runs last season, 25th in home runs last season, number one in all these categories, number one in all these offensive categories, and you mentioned some of the guys they've got going. I have to hear Kevin how on earth, because this guy was available for a lot of different teams, but you mentioned Rayleigh. Uh, I would throw bet and court in there. You, yeah. the, the guys that you've developed like Franco, uh, you mentioned uh, Alo and walls, Kevin, Harold Ramirez, I mean, this guy for me has come out of nowhere. He was good last year as well, but Harold Ramirez, all kinds of teams. It's similar to like an Encarnacion, Jose Bautista in Toronto Blue Jay lore, where they came to the Jays on their like fifth or sixth. So many teams had a chance, had chances at these guys. And for whatever reason, things clicked when they got to Toronto. What in particular is going on with Harold Ramirez for you guys this season, Kevin?
0: Well, what's... really interesting about hill ramirez i mean he was really really good last year if you look at his numbers in 2022 he was a 300 hitter it was just that he got hurt and he missed you know a good portion of the season 40 plus games so he's really just building off what he did all of last year um i think showcasing a little bit more power than previously but i just don't know if he really ever got a true opportunity or a true shot in the other places that he played at because the hit tool seemingly always been there. It's just, he needed a a true shot and an opportunity and and a team to really believe in him. And I think that the Rays have, have done that and and the organization is very welcoming to players of different cultures and different backgrounds and whatever, um, you know, idiosyncrasies they may have. So maybe it was just a case of him um, settling into the the right environment. Maybe he's just more comfortable in, in Cleveland and Miami compared to, uh or uh, more comfortable in, in Tampa Bay compared to Cleveland and Miami. So um, I mean, really, it's it's continuing with what he did last year, I would say. Yeah.
2: Coming up on Locked On Blue Jays, we'll continue our crossover conversation with Locked On Rays and reminder that Locked On Blue Jays is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And don't forget, you can catch tonight's Jays Rays Tilt on Sirius XM, our one of our new sponsors, so rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, Soar managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span a three- or four-day cycle. At the end of the game week, so MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to so rare.com slash locked on that's dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup and start playing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today together. Chris Bassett for the Toronto blue Jays. So that's on the mound for the blue Jays tonight is Bassett going up against Trevor Kelly an opener for, for Tampa. We'll get to Kelly in a moment here. Let's start with Chris Bassett, Chris Bassett, five and two ERA, just over three on the season. He comes into this game, Kevin, on a scoreless streak of 27 and one thirds innings pitched. He has been spectacular. Blue Jays, his first start of the season was uh, that start, I believe, a Sunday at St. Louis, the first uh, Sunday game, like, you know, third third game of the season. He's never been rocked like that in his entire life. Everything he threw up there was absolutely dealt with by that St. Louis team that season. It was incredible, or or that game, I mean, It, it was absolutely incredible. Blue Jays are six and two in his eight starts since. Uh, the only two losses—they lost three to one, so scored one run, and the other game they lost ten to eight to to the uh, Mariners. But when Bassett left that game, the Blue Jays were up eight to four. So uh, since that first game at St. Louis, everything Bassett has done has been excellent. He's only faced four Rays in his career. Uh, Brandon Lowe has homered off him. Mejia's um, done well against him as well. I, hard to say, Kevin. You'll 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 have to predict for us if either one of those guys will even play tonight. But what I want to really highlight here for 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 Chris Bassett, this is a night game, of course, six forty p.m. First pitch, you can catch all the Rays and all the Jays games, of course, on Sirius XM. Kev, uh, Chris Bassett, whatever this guy's routine is, Kevin, for night games, it's on point. 1.13 ERA in his night games so far this season in his six night games. Opponents hitting just 138 versus Bassett in, in, in these night games. Now, what Ray or Rays, plural, do you feel like need to step up tonight against a veteran as locked in as Chris Bassett?
0: Well, generally, I would just say um, the the veterans. Um, it's you know the the guys like Wander Franco and Randy Rosarena and, and Yandy Diaz to uh, kind of lead the charge there. But if we've learned anything about this race team, it's you know those guys can go cold or have an off night, and, and somebody else like a Harold Ramirez or a Taylor Walls or a Christian Bethencourt can kind of pick up the load. But I think it it all starts with the the top of the order, and those three are are typically cemented up there.
2: And then, how about for Trevor Kelly? Now, I assume he's going to be an opener, right? He's only been going a couple innings. The, yeah, now- I mean,
0: look, I'm I'm just going to be honest here, Craig. If if the Blue Jays don't win this game or, or at least <laughs> you know outpitch uh, the 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 opposition with the Rays, um, it, it could be a rough series because th- I, I would look on paper and say this is the best matchup for the Blue Jays to take advantage. Trevor Kelly uh, has struggled this season. He struggled yeah. basically his entire career. Yes. He'll just be an opener. Um, not very experienced. And if we've learned anything about the raised bullpen this year, it's very, uh, up and down a lot more downs of late. So, um, yeah, I, I would think that, um, you know, maybe the, the blue Jays try to get an early lead and, and get Chris Bassett into a comfortable spot and, and roll and, and go from there. But, um, Trevor Kelly, outside of being a, a side armor, I you know I don't know if there's anything that really stands out or is or super incredibly impressive about him. I think it's just one of those cases, like um, Kevin Kelly, uh, uh, kind of an inexperienced guy that's still trying to find his footing in the big leagues and trying to find the role that that best suits him.
2: And uh, Trevor Kelly, he pitched in that. Uh, remember, the Jays and Rays were together in Toronto for a mid uh, a series in mid April. Jays taking two of those three games, and Kelly pitched in one of those games. Uh, he was he he was uh, cruising, and but he had two out, nobody on, then hit Kirk, and that would lead to a, a two out rally against him. So, uh, I, as you say, Kevin, can't imagine we see you know a ton of him. What do you think, Kevin Cash, or how do you think Kevin Cash and the Rays maneuver tonight? So, who else do you think we'll see uh, pitch tonight?
0: Yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, it. I, I guess it depends on on the matchups and who's doing hot and so forth. Um, I mean, typically, I would think that they'd want to mix lefty, righty, lefty, righty, uh, and go from there. I don't really have their uh, their their list in front of me, but um, a lot of mixing and matching, I would say.